and it just keeps it flowing. It keeps it snowballing. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Elite Agent Secrets. Today I'm joined by Trish Williams and she's an absolutely amazing woman. She's been in real estate for over eight years now. She won the Rookie of the Year in her first year. She also got the KW Culture Icon Award, the 40 under 40, and she is top 25 women in real estate with over 300 closed units, top 2% in Las Vegas. And she is the one, the only, the legend, the host of the Vegas Realty Check Show. So for all of you that are listening, today we're going to be covering on how to keep a daily schedule, how to show up every day, work, legion, the systems, appointments to grow your business because it is a job and we only take off when we schedule it. And topic number two, we're going to be talking about how to constantly keep nurturing your relationships by inviting past clients to lunch, to raffles, to get referrals. And And we're going to be talking about a closed VIP group for past clients. So stay tuned for that because with topic number three, we're going to put a cherry on top with extraordinary pre-listing packets so you can smash your listing presentations and get more of those signed on the spot. Trish, sorry, that was a long intro, but I had to make sure it was proper. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's it's been an absolute blast. We got chatting with air and we were talking about some bonus topics. We may have to have version two of this podcast, but before we do so, <laughs> I want people to really understand how you became the top 25 women in real estate, top 2%, how you closed 300 plus deals. Take us back to day one, because I'm sure you were closing 300 deals your first year. Right. No. Uh, well, my first year, I closed twenty five deals. So, um, you know, it, it's um, the the thing that I think got me started in real estate. Um, you know, I, I went maybe three or four months without a deal at all, and I really I wanted to make it happen. I wanted it more than anything. I left a pretty good job to get into real estate, but I didn't want a job. I wanted I wanted this. <laughs> so the irony I, behind real estate, right? Right, right. And and I knew that like I had I had to make it happen and I had to do it do it all the way to be able to keep it or else I was going to have to go back to the job I was in. Um so what what I found first, um my first year what I found um that was important which I've taken through my whole career is every day is a work day, right? It, it, I've, you know, I've, I've had, you know, I had a job in the past. I'm sure a lot of us have had, had regular jobs in the past, but you go to work. If you're, if if you're doing something where you're getting money and you don't have a regular schedule, then it's a hobby. And if you're doing real estate as a hobby, you're going to get paid like it's a hobby. And if you treat it like it's a job or like it's a career, like it's a business, you're going to receive income as if it were a business. So I, I, I go to work every day. Uh, I mean, not every day. I, I have a schedule five days a week, but 
if it's a working day, if I don't have an appointment, if I'm not out meeting with a client that day, if I don't have a listing appointment that day, then which is my intention of, of, of getting a listing appointment every day. Um, but if I don't have that, then I go to the office and I figure out what I'm going to do to generate that next appointment to work on my my media, my, uh, you know, social media is a big part, a part where I'm at to work on something that's going to generate more business or create more business, revise my systems. There's always things to do, but if you're putting in that time five days a week, you're definitely going to see results of that over time. Um, my first year, I, my, my first couple of months, I started off helping renters, which was like, you know, they pay you like $200. You open the door, you send them to the property manager. I was doing like nine of those a month, <laughs> but it was great because I was talking to people and learning how to like talk to people and show homes and open lock boxes. And it was like on the job training. So, um, that's what, that, that's kind of how I started out. <laughs> Do you remember what your second, your third year looked like as well? Cause you did 25 your first year. Yes. Yes. So, um, so, so my, my second, and, and I'm sorry, I just want to make a little correction. The 300 is like, uh, it's, it's over 300 in my, in, in my career. So I'm averaging right now about uh, last year was, uh, last year was 42 units. We had a, 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 a long, a big slump in 22. And, uh, before that was 60 units, um, 22, just, you know, with whatever happened last quarter last year, put me yeah. way off track. A lot um, of people got cold feet, right? Market shifting. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I am, um, I am doing, doing 50 to 60 a year, um, on, on, on average. Um, and it is, so going into the second year was when I learned that leverage was a big deal. Um, I hired an assistant, um, you know, a, a full-time admin. Once you're doing, I, I think what you're doing more than like 10 or 15 deals a year, you need someone to help you. You can't provide that level of customer service without the admin support. Um so that is, um, you know, that was a big, that was a big game changer for me and allowed me to do more business. Um, I did start, I, I, I went down the path of the team model that a lot of people are doing with buyers agents and everything like that. Just kind of wasn't for me. I, I'm, I'm a people person. I, I'm, I just like to be involved in things too much. Um, I'm, I'm a little crazy. They're like too much hands on. <laughs> And, and that's a struggle. And, and they say to get past it. And I've been through so much coaching and everything to get past that. But I, I just can't. It almost fulfills me to a way. So I'm just one of those, one of those um, people that just can't do that. Um, but I do. I, I want my weekends. I spend weekends with my family. So I found a way to work out and a system with a showing assistant where they're, they're covering for my clients. We have a, we have a structure set up, but they cover my clients for the weekend so I can be with my family and do the things I need to do. And I get to keep the schedule that I want as well. So that's... Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. I, I love what you're saying that. So, you know, ironically, our first topic is keeping a daily schedule. And the fact that you're able to quote unquote take off your weekends where that my weekends are like my Monday, Tuesday, right? Type of, yeah. type of thing where they're like always super busy. At least that's where I am in, in, in the current stage of my business. It's not yeah. right or wrong. It just is what it, it is. is. 
Yeah. So, so then my question for you is really, how do you keep a daily schedule and what does your daily schedule even look like so you can be so efficient to do the, you know, 50, 60 deals per year on average? Right. So the Monday through Friday, my, my goal from, from Monday through Friday, I, I built, okay, so let me rewind a little bit. I built a very large database in my first couple years. And I built it organically. I did try, I, I've tried like, you know, buying Zillow leads and things like that. Um, I I don't really, I, I get nervous when people call me online anyways. Just, I, I go through this like crazy vetting process with them because there's so many weirdos out there. Um, I that That's just a thing for me. So that, that avenue, I never saw that as where I wanted my business to be. I said, I need to find a way to meet people that I know who I'm working with. So I, I got convention boosts, like... Um, anywhere, like wedding expos and, you know, they have conventions. Well, we live in Vegas. I don't know if other cities have conventions all the time, but in Vegas, there's conventions like- There's everything. always something going on in Vegas, some kind of event, some kind of expo, some kind of whatever, right? Right, right. And those booths are so inexpensive. They're like $300 on average. You know, some of them are less, some are higher, but they're to get a small booth is very inexpensive. And yes, I set up a real estate booth. But what I did was every time I'd get a really cool price, like a Roomba was one of the ones that was really popular. Um, and I got this prize and I had my real estate, all, all my real estate information, my flyers, my pamphlets, all the stuff that, that we have there. They know that they're talking to a realtor and they come up because they see that I'm raffling off this free gift. And of course, I want their name, their phone number, do they own or rent, their email address, all of their contact information. I have a conversation with them. I get their information. Now I have someone to add to my database as someone. And, and, and I started getting strategic about the events too, of like, you know, Hey, if it's a, they, they have home, home expos, obviously those are homeowners. Renters aren't going to remodel their home. So the things like that, that are going to um, just be the right type of people that you want to be in front of. So I built this really large database. My legion, when I, when I have legion time um, throughout the week, if I don't have appointments, I'm on the phones doing follow-up calls, calls, um, you know, touching touches, nurtures, things like that. Um, that is going through my database. I have a database that, that that's large enough to where I can spend time just going through and doing those touch calls and it just keeps it flowing. It keeps it snowballing. I love really what you're saying here because instead of wasting the extra time that you have, you're actually taking, you're investing, you're allocating it to lead generation, to getting more people in your pipeline, to getting to more appointments and you're being very systematic about it. So do you have some kind of like a system that you go off of or how you design your days? Do you keep the same time block schedule every single day in order to make that happen? Or are you a little bit more flexible, haphazard? Do you, what, what does that system look like? Because that's one of the things that I'm trying to figure out as well as so is the audience. Yeah, I do have it in my calendar. So um, I have a Monday through Friday schedule that I follow. Now, one thing to, um, to understand is like, if I have like Monday mornings, Monday mornings are when I do, um, seller reports, I, 
I have a system that sends out reports to my sellers of how their listings performing online and everything um, there. So I follow up those with phone calls. Um, Tuesdays, I do reverse prospecting. I'll reach out to other agents on the listings um, that have their clients have showed interest. And I, you know, ask them if they've seen the property, thing, things like that to follow up. And then um, I have a, I have a task list in my, I, I use KW command. So I have a task list in command. Every client in there has a quarterly call set up. So that means I'm touching everybody every quarter. So on my task list, when I log into my dashboard, it'll tell me how many people I need to follow up with today. So I do those calls as well. Um, that is that that's become a system where I don't even really sometimes I'll have 20 or 30 people to follow up with. And I just make sure that I get through all those those calls. If I don't if I don't get in contact with them, I send them an email. Um, but it's not sometimes it's five, you know, and if it's five, then, okay, I can work on my websites or my systems or my, you know, I, I have tasks, or I have to do want list on my desk that have plenty of things that I can do to work on something else, revise the system, do something else. So that's always, um, there's, there's always something to do. Um, yeah, and I like how you're leaning on the system and not your own memory or things that you feel like doing or things that you don't feel like doing. Like, KW command just boom spits it out and you're like okay cool this is what I have to get done and once you get it done I'm assuming you just earn some of your free time back that you can allocate to something else or to you know work on your systems or something you know some, something along those lines right. I also like the fact that you're touching with your sellers and you say seller reports what, what, what does that mean like what are you so sending to your sellers how are you generating some kind of report so our MLS here in Vegas, I don't know if everybody has it. And I don't know if this is a nationwide system, but it's called List Track. Um, I found it digging around. I was looking for something similar and found out that we just had access to it for free, which was even more awesome. But it's called List Track. It sends my sellers a report every week of how their listing is performing on Zillow, how many views it got um, on the MLS, on Realtor.com, all, just all the websites and what kind of activity they've had, how many clicks, how many views, all of that information. I was manually doing it or my, my assistant was, I wasn't doing it, but my assistant was manually doing a form of this every week from the MLS data. Um, and sending it to our sellers for years. And I was just like, you know, but the sellers are always asking, you know, how's it not just the MLS, how's it doing everywhere else? Well, this is showing them that I'm doing my job. Your marketing is good. People are seeing this. They're seeing, they're, they're clicking on it. You're getting the views. You're getting the marketing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing there. If it's not sold yet, and there, it, it's something, it's either price. If people aren't showing up, it's price, obviously. And if they are showing up, then it's something we need to work on within the house, which we get that through feedback as well. So there's, it, it, it's just, it just helps us stay. I never want my sellers to be those sellers. They're like, oh, my realtor listed the property and I never heard from them again. Um, I keep in contact with them so often to where it's almost like, you know, by the third week, they're like, okay, I know maybe I should drop the price now. You know, like it's the, it, it, it's their idea. It's not mine, <laughs> but they know I'm doing what I'm, I should be doing. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one -on -one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 